Happy Hanuary, scientists, and welcome to Blastra Podcast's Microsoft Numero Due. The year is 20,014, and we're one step closer to the future and one step farther from the past. Ooh, Pastro Podcast. Do I smell a spin-off? Probably not. We just don't have the internet band girth. Speaking of width, this year has started off bountifully for old Dottore. I've discovered how to steal my idiot roommate's credit card. Or, as we in the cyberpunk scene like to call them, the Mac card for the ATM machine. Now, I've been going out to all sorts of flabulous restaurants and quaffing deep of the brandy juices. Has this behavior imperiled my roommate financially? Of course! But I don't care! I'll just do a fundraising and put all the money back before he knew it was gone! <laughs> I am a dottore! Now, some of you may be wondering, Hey, you old Brainius, why all the microsodes all of a sudden? Why not just twice the amount of full-length episodes? Good question, Isoljavjav. There's nothing more in this world than I'd love than to beef out more episodes of Blaster Podcast all the time, forever, amen. But here's the thing. My idiot roommate's got a real balsa wood sphincter about going to his work job all the time, and he says I'm not allowed to have any jests over without his supervision. So, until we can find a way to have his full-time job become making Blaster Podcast, I gotta honor and obey his stupid whims. I guess my physician was right. My tragic flaw really is my oversized heart. Uh, he's the son of man and got a lion. Hot goblins and cool noblins! It's time once again for Ask Dottore! I've spread the filthy nets of inquiry across the dark waters of the internute and hope to reel in some mouth-waltering dolphins of knowledge. Let's learn together, kids. First question. Zach asks, how many Dottores does it take to change a light bulb? Good question, Zach. Here's the thing. I've ministered to a lot of troubled light bulbs in my time, and if there's one lesson I've learned, it's that you can't change a light bulb. The light bulb needs to change itself from within, to find its inner radiance, so to speak, and that can only be done through deep reflection and journeying to find the hidden spark. Also, I don't care what the other kids in the schoolyard tell you, don't kiss a hot light bulb. Keith asks, why can't I robot? Keith? 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 Keith, this is a preposterous hamster closet of words and is barely a question. Why can't I robot? What kind of grammar is that? You're mixing up your noun with your perb. What you mean to ax is how can't I robot? And the answer is right inside of your face. Because you're a human, my dear fellow. Surely you can man your battle stations, you can father a child, but you will never robot your wife to sleep at night. But I will. Me. <laughs> In our final question, <clears throat> in our final question, Al writes, Dear Dottore, with regards to clones, as we all know, the resulting clone ages much faster than the original due to telomeres of some such. At the moment, don't ask how, I have a clone of Miley Cyrus that looks about 48 years old, and my plan is to introduce her to the original as a time-traveling version of herself from the future. My question for you is, what's a convincing prophecy yet to unfold that I can warn her about? Al, oh, out of all of humanity's great thinkers, you chose to clone Miley Cyrus? Well, I guess starting out as a casual clone hobbyist working on one's Technicue, it is better to start with materials that you don't mind ogring up. Pro tip, if your clone's navel ever opens up and starts spewing sticky black juice, just go ahead and flood the entire sleeping chamber with halon gas. There's no use saving a leaky clone. 
But enough shop talk. A convincing apostrophe you want, eh? Al, I am a man of science. If I were to bandy forth predictions about the future willy-milly, I'd be no better than a common household meteorologist. <laughs> but since you're in such a debacle over this tale of two Gundersons, I will do my best to help. Enter the ancient tradition of Chinese foreskin cookies. They're sugary treats, you see, fried and folded over on themselves so they look like cute little pods. And each one contains a cryptic message written by an exploited child laborer. It's fun! Okay, let's chew open one of these bad boys and see what predictions fall out. Mm. I'm not detecting any fortune here. There's some sort of bitter, uh, viscous filling. Ugh. Ugh. I'm gonna try another. Nope, nothing. Ugh. Ugh. I think ugh, some of these may have spoiled. Oh, this one has some whiskers on it. Detore. I'm recording in here. Dottore, have you seen my eggs? What? I laid my egg clutch in that container of Chinese food we ordered last week. The one on the radiator? Yes, my eggs have to stay warm or they'll die. Have you seen them? Nope. Oh, if I lost my babies, I will never forgive myself. Well, good luck with that.